current events and others. And I was just reading this article that was sent to me by someone, you know, now that the elections are over, you know, you find out what some of the referendum votes were. And in Washington schools, voters in Washington state have approved a referendum upholding a bill that would require public schools across the state to teach comprehensive sexual health education to students multiple times throughout their K-12 education. Referendum 90 asked voters whether they wanted to repeal Senate Bill 5395, which was passed by the state legislature and signed by Governor Jay Inslee earlier this year. The bill would require schools across the state to implement comprehensive sexual health education to students in grades 6 through 12 by the start of the 21-22 school year and expand curriculums to kindergarten through fifth grade for the 22-23 school year. Opponents of the bill, including a group called Parents for Safe Schools, successfully gathered enough signatures to place Referendum 90 on the ballot for the November general election, while Parents for Safe Schools urged the residents of the Evergreen State to stop the new extreme curriculum. Nearly 59% of the voters in Washington voted to leave the bill in place. So what this, you know, the bill is, is supported by Planned Parenthood, and it maintains that the bill aims to give students across the state equal access to sexual education. However, the critics say the bill doesn't grant enough local and parental control over what children will be taught about sex. And I think, me personally, that's important. 
So when you go down further, it says there's a book um, that they're going to use uh, that show, shows people in different positions having sex recommended for the fourth grade. They show children masturbating, showing them the action like a how-to masturbate for fourth grade. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and then I can't, I just can't believe 59% of the people want their children exposed to this. I don't know. Do they, do they care? Do they really understand what it means? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they don't know what the referendum is all about. They just see that it's de dealing with the schools and you know, the governor signed the these, bill. When you vote for these referendums, you got to look up what it means. Right. You, you know, just don't blindly pull... Uh, deliver or select the box just because it's there because my goodness who in the world what how old are you when you're in the fourth grade you know that doesn't make any sense and, and I mean about I know, 10 about 10 about years 10 old 10 years old and then you're talking about people in kindergarten and I mean why should a five-year-old be taught such things that's stupid so a lesson called understanding our bodies the basics is designed for kindergarten students, teaches that there are some body parts that mostly just girls have and some parts that mostly just boys have. And I don't know what they mean by mostly. mostly. Right. <laughs> Being a boy or a girl doesn't mean that you have those parts. I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't either. It's, uh, but for most people, this is have? how their bodies are. And then it gives a graphic description of the female body. Well, I can understand. I can understand at a certain age when you go through the anatomy. Now that I can understand. So then you move on in for middle school. The lesson plan is that uh, asserts the ideas that people can choose their sexual orientation and gender identity, and they say that those are. Now that's myths. what I, I would have. An, an ex, I would. I would take exception to that. Informed parents of Washington annotated a lesson plan for high school students called Creating Condom Confidence, <laughs> stressing that the condom lesson has students practicing putting condoms on either a banana or a model. Oh, this is so ignorant. I mean, I mean, what is not the, a live model, but a, but what? Well, for now. <laughs> so, so, so what? What are they actually trying to? Talking accomplish? about where you can get condoms, how to go out to different locations to obtain them, and the particular lesson plan contains a student worksheet titled "Steps to Putting on a Condom." You're going to have so many young people who are going to be so caught up in the flesh. And they're going to be so unsettled in their spirit. They're not going to have any peace. They're going to be uh, burning the flesh. They're going to be exposed to unnatural sexual desires. You're going to have a lot of, I believe, emotional and mental cases among now, young people. Right. Now, the one good thing is that this bill has a provision enabling any parent or legal guardian who wishes to have his or her child excused from any planned instruction in comprehensive sexual health education they have to file a written request with the school officials, and it enables parents to review the sex ed curriculum of their children's school 
upon providing the written request and it wouldn't be a school and it wouldn't be a request i said now this isn't a request this is a statement telling you my child is not going to participate i don't want to look at it i just (laughs) know right no way no any moving on i don't i i I don't know what to say about this you know you haven't heard about the one million moms for a while and um I guess they're jumping into their into the cultural war now. Mm-hmm. They've been quiet for a while, but they can't be quiet anymore because Oreo came out with mm-hmm. a new ad and new rainbow cookies. Oh. Hmm. Now, the cookie brand Oreo kicked off its partnership with the nonprofit PFLAG which is parents, friends of lesbians and gays, which is the first and largest LGBTQ ally organization in the country. With the release of, official release of Rainbow Oreos for the first time, plus a touching ad that chronicles a father's acceptance of his daughter's sexuality and relationship. I mean, I don't, I don't get and why everything is so sexually oriented, but everything is so connected to a person's sexual preference. I don't, I don't get how everything... It used everything to be is, when I was a kid. I was a little kid. And you couldn't even say, you know, my parents didn't even say the word pregnant. You know, I remember, you know, we walked down the street and, and somebody, and I don't know if it was mom or dad, they said she's PG. <laughs> and, and I'm asking, what's PG? What's PG? Mama, what's PG? Right. And, and, I, I, I don't get it. And if they're going to come out with rainbow cookies, and I guess they should have the vanilla and chocolate cookies for interracial relationships. Oh, now and you're going to give them an idea. You then, should get paid for that. And then when you get the sprinkles, international relationships. You should get paid for that. <laughs> that is so silly. Oh, my goodness. You could make a mint, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, anyway, this is just too much for the one million moms. And they urge uh, fans to call out Oreo's parent company. To, you know, for trying to indoctrinate children by supporting the homosexual agenda instead of remaining neutral in cultural war in the move that she claims is just bad business. They want readers to pledge not to buy any more products, namely Belveda, Chips Ahoy, Sour Patch Kids, Wheat Thins. All of these are produced by the Mondelez subsidiary Nabisco. Okay, oh, so Nabisco, Nabisco is their uh, uh, subsidiary. What I can do is, what they're named, I don't eat that anyway, but they need a complete list. You know, I don't think that it just ends there. They're, they're, that's a big company. I don't know. And then this article goes on and says, we want to know how you can get rainbow Oreo cookies. Join our proud parent campaign and share a photo of what allyship means to you. Whatever it is, we want to see it. Post your photo on IG or TW using Proud Parent plus giveaway and tag at Oreo, follow at Oreo2, pick.twitter.com. So anyway, you know, the, the million 
one million moms are asking people to sign a, a petition. That's not going to They're asking for users' name, zip code, email address, you know. But yeah. I, if, if somebody didn't send this to me, I would not know that there was going to be such a I just, I just Oreo feel, cookie. I feel bad that the symbol of peace that the Lord has uh, established, the rainbow and the colors thereof, that somehow it's gotten tied to something that is so... Perverted uh, right, and nasty. That the Lord will consider it to be an abomination, you know, so, but somehow that becomes the, a symbol for sodomy. I still can't wrap my head around the fact that people want other people to, to know how they have sex. Right. It, I don't get that. I don't get that either. I mean, Why do you want, you know, because it, it really will not just stop there. You know, it, it's just, it's like opening a, a door. Right, Pandora's box. It, it's not going to stop there. It'll be one right after another. Right. Well, so um, this article sent to me says that Joe Biden will be the first president to enter the White House supporting marriage equality. You know, we had Obama who did support it while he was there, but now we actually, you know, Biden has already supported marriage equality since he pushed Obama to evolve on the issue in 2012. When he said on NBC that he is absolutely comfortable with marriage equality, he, pers he has presided over at least two same-sex weddings and even tweeted congratulations in the midst of the 2020 presidential election to Megan Rapinoe and Susan Byrd for their engagement. Mm. So Biden, in a few months, will actually be the first president to enter the White House support. Maybe in a few months. <laughs> no. I don't know. Yeah, the fight ain't over yet. No. You ain't heard the last of Trump yet. <laughs> so um, then there's this article sent to me from Newsweek, and um, it says that Catholics helped elect Joe Biden because more voters shrugged off abortion issues, and they've been hostile toward clergy. So they say that Catholic voters helped elect uh, Joe Biden, um, hmm. while President Trump won support from eight out of every 10 white evangelical Christian voters. Catholics were split nearly down the middle between him and Biden. According to AP VoteCast, 50% of Catholics backed Trump, while 49 favored Biden. Um, you know, they say that Biden is not a good, is not a Catholic in good standing. He should not approach to receive Holy Communion, said um, a priest in an interview in August. Um, and then there's a bishop from a Roman Catholic church in La Crosse asserted in a September video message that those who vote for the Democrat face going to hell. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you know. But anyway, they're saying that it's Catholics that just ignored the fact. And that, that's, if it's any religion, I don't care if it's Catholic or any religion, but if you ignored the fact that they're for abortion, that is a shame. It is. That is a shame, and I don't know if it's a sin, but I, it's a shame because I would not be want, I would not be, I I wouldn't want to be responsible for shedding 
blood Innocent like that. blood, yes. Now someone sent me an article, and I, it came from a website called NowTheEndBegins.com. It's kind of a sensationalist website, and it's, you know, far left. But I, this particular article, I thought, well, let me just double check to see if, if it's real. So I found it on USA Today. And it was about Pastor Paula White when she was um, having a impassioned prayer service mm -hmm. for his re for Trump's reelection. When was this? When that she was um, having the prayer? Did they say did they give the date? I don't know the date of this article. It was streamed live on Facebook, and the date of this article was. November 5th okay. of this year, so it was before that. Okay. It had to be before the election. It had to be. All right. And so the video went viral since it went online, and many have expressed outrage over her words. Okay. So what she said was during the service, she called on angelic reinforcement mm. from the continents of Africa and South America. I don't know why. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord says it's done, she said. For angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now. I don't understand In it. the name of Jesus from South America, they're coming here. So they were stationed in Africa. So, and in South America, <laughs> I, 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 it just make, it makes absolutely no sense. And, uh, and, and I don't know her, I don't really know of her, really, anything about her, but just based upon what I'm hearing, it's almost embarrassing. Yeah, it's almost embarrassing. For I, her? Yes. You no, feel for embarrassed, me, you because feel embarrassed of her. for her? No, I feel embarrassed because of her. And then she was heard speaking in tongues. Um, and then they go on and talk about how speaking in tongues has been practiced in multiple Christian denominations as well practiced. as other religions. <laughs> it's not practiced. You know, that's what I'm saying. You have these people who don't know what they're talking about writing these articles. It's not practiced. But the fact that she, just, and people have to know this, just because you hear a person speaking in tongues does not mean that they're saved. You know, because uh, you have to know them by their fruit. And I just, I just don't know where she gets this concept that she can call on angels from different continents. I mean, I just, I don't even know the spiritual significance of that. I, I, I don't, I don't get it. And I, I think the article that was sent to me from the website Now the End Begins was, they were very critical of her, and they were saying they, they couldn't understand what. What was neither going do, on? Neither do I. I don't think we understand it either. I don't understand because, that either. No. Because when you pray, you don't, you don't tell the Lord how to be God. And if you're interceding, the Lord dispatches. I've never seen in the scriptures where they say, Lord, send your angels. They entreat the Lord. And the Lord, being who he is, being God, he determines. Well, let me ask you, isn't done. there a scripture that says something about... Send, uh, sending, all right, all right, I, maybe I got this mixed up. 
But I know that there's a scripture that said asking for um, not ministering spirits, but um, laborers out into the field. Yeah, that's us. Laborers, you know, when we send laborers, that you know, to help with the harvest, those are saints. But but when we're when we're asking God to intercede, the Lord determines where His ministering spirits are going to go. And uh, I I just I this this concept I I don't even know where she gets it from, but that's just really to me very bizarre. Well, anyway, Bishop Talbert Swan, who's a pastor, activist, and NAACP chapter president, wrote on Twitter, God is sending angels from a place Trump called... Crap hole. Country. Right, right. <laughs> to help get him reelected? Yeah, well, it started with an S. So mm-hmm. I uh, hear <laughs> the sounds of victory, and then he says, consider a hearing aid. <laughs> right. Now, I mean, really, to me, Trump was out of order when he did that, and things like that come back to haunt you. You know, they, they come back, you know, to bite you in the butt. But what can I say? I still, I still, if I had to compare... Him to Biden. I still prefer Trump. Well, I've heard um, some ministries say that. Well, they, the Lord sends angels. You know, I grew up, you know, believing that everybody's got a guardian angel around them. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. You know, I, we were told that in grade school all the time. Um, I don't know if it's scriptural. We know that the Lord dispatches his angels, but we also know that it's scriptural. And then you hear stories or testimonies where, you know, people have had had accidents and they don't know how they got out of it and they swore that someone was down there with them. I believe it. And and then they, I remember this one story, I don't know where I read this or with this testimony, and the car, someone was in a car and it, and it was, it, it dove into a water and everything was locked up and they were literally drowning. And someone came and opened it I up and it. released them right. from the uh, vehicle. Right. But is that a guardian and angel? Then, and then afterwards, they were saying, I want to thank the person who. Who, where's the person who saved me? And they said there was nobody there. Right. There nobody oh, yeah. There. I've heard many a story about uh, people who had had encounters with angels, people that I personally know. And I believe that. But this concept of. And the Lord does say that we entertain angels unaware. unaware. But this concept of guardian angels. I think that's a concept that's well, I don't not, know. It's not so, so much scripturally based as to me, that's just part of culture, but the fact that the Lord dispatches, his, dispatches angels, that's, that goes without saying. That happens all the time. I mean, and then it locked, was sent um, yeah, all throughout before the Sodom and Gomorrah. They, they, were, they had angels sent to them to bring right. them out of Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham was, was, was uh, actually having a, a, Fed, fe- a, a feast, a dinner with him, but I'm saying this concept of saying that you have your own personal guardian angel, I don't see that in the scriptures. Now that I don't know, but I, we do know that God dispatches his angels. 
And then I know some ministries say that there are angels all around. Well, there's this scripture where there were angels all around uh, fighting a battle. Mm -hmm. You know, there are more angels than there were people who were fighting the war, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... Yeah, even in Psalm 91, it says um, he encampers his angels around you. So it's like God is sending... God is the one right. sending. On right. Daniel, yeah. he prayed, and um, the angel couldn't come and answer his prayer right away because he was held, he up. Was held up fighting the right uh, in Persia. So, so we know that the Lord dispatches his angels, but to say that you have a personal bodyguard... That security I team. Right. I don't, I don't see that. <laughs> it, it would be nice. Right. I don't see that in the scripture because all you need to do is entreat the Lord. And see what a lot of people do, they end up worshiping angels. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then I was watching something uh, which made me think of this, uh, touched by an angel. They had these old programs on uh, Star TV, and it was talking about how at the end of the episode, because it was about a scientist who was wanting to clone another human being, Mm. or clone Einstein, or clone a child for a couple that lost their child. And, and of course, Monica was sent to help and set her straight. But uh, in the midst of all this, it was that God created in the, at the end a new angel. And the point was supposed to be that God can do anything at any time that he wants. So I was wondering, are all the angels that were ever made already made? or I, I can't say that because God is ever living and depending on who or what he determines, you know, I, I, that's a spiritual realm. And he has given us insight or revelation or knowledge or understanding as to how he does those things on a spiritual level. So I wouldn't, I know. So, do you think it's that we could ask the Lord to send a, someone an angel? Oh, but I mean, it might, that might not be the solution. Oh. You see what I'm saying? We're asking the Lord to do that, and the Lord's looking at us like, and? And, 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 and why did you want me to do that? Oh. I, I think, it, like in Second Kings, when Elijah told the Lord, open the boy's eyes so that he can see, and he saw the angels all camped around. Right, that's the, that's the one yeah. I was talking about. That's the one I was talking about. Well, anyway, we'll have to continue our discussion on politics and our future for the kingdom. We want to thank you for listening, and we'll you know, hope that you'll tune in next week. Yes, praise the Lord, and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Matthew 28 and 19. Go ye therefore... And teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was when the disciples and Jesus were in a ship, there was a great tempest that arose and it covered the ship with waves and the disciples were afraid. Why did Jesus say they were fearful? And the answer is, because they had little faith.
And that answer can be found in Matthew chapter 8, verses 25 and 26, which reads, And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, Why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. This week's food for thought is, what do you find in the mouth of a foolish person? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.